Money, money. Money. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> Hello Don't and welcome to episode 115 of the TryGames.net podcast for Saturday. Well, I would read the date, but it's going to be kind of useless since it's probably not going to even be published until like five days later. But it is Saturday, December 6th right now. Um, <laughs> it, it, to go back in time a little bit, I am still editing uh, the the transition music into episode 113B, and then I'll get to 114. So <laughs> by the time you hear this, it'll probably be Thursday. Instead of Saturday, Excellent. but that's how it's been going for me because it's because things have been busy. But uh, mm-hmm. what did you say, Al? No, said shish. Oh, I thought you said you should do something. Okay, well that was Al who said shish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's someone else with a ponytail. <laughs> that's Tony. It sure is. Hi, Tony. Uh, this episode we are going to talk about the winning topic. Last week, Al and I deliberated on the four entries to see who would get first. Dibs on the swag. Now, there are two things that happen here. One is that I fucked up. When I was looking at the mailbag, I did not see Edu Buccaneer's entry, but Edu Buccaneer did, in fact, have an entry. And so today, uh, sorry to Miss Cortana, who was actually last week's winner, but we're going to have to re-deliberate and see where Edu's falls amongst you folks. So if, if, you know, if he brought his A game, then whoever thought they won last week might get bumped down in the rankings. Um... The second thing is that Supersonic, who was actually tied for first place due to our deliberations, didn't ask for a physical prize. He's going to get his Street Fighter energy drink in the mail because he was the only one who wrote in about the other thing, uh, the YouTube video. But uh, he said that if he won, he would like t- for Tony to spend as much of the episode as possible speaking in the Jack Thomas voice. <laughs> and considering that's not a physical prize, uh-huh. I think we would have given it to him anyways. So, Tony, okay. are you ready, willing, and able to do Jack Thomas for as long as you can? I guess I could do an all episode, but yes! I don't see the point of it. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, in actuality, Supersonic gets this prize. Uh, so now there, there's still only four con- uh, contestants in the pot. Miss Cortana, Digimatrix, uh, Kelly May, and uh, as soon to be ordered, Edu Buccaneer. Uh, so the way I just read it off was... From from you know first dibs to last dibs. Basically, Miss Cortana won her topic on because um, it was just it was just different. Uh, the disabilities one, the accessibility of consoles and our accessories to individuals that have disabilities. Uh, coming in second place was Digimatrix. Will we ever see video games provide us with an emotional response the same way as we have with the films? And in a very very close third, it was Kelly Mays with talk about the responsibility of parents of gamers because you know she is a parent. She's also a gamer. Uh, and then Edu Buccaneer's topic is this. My suggestion for a topic in the podcast is your parents and family. How were your parents and family when you guys were growing up? Were they supportive of you playing games and your decisions? If you have siblings or cousins, did you perhaps get along with playing games? How do you think they feel about what you grew up to be professionally, etc.? That's a... I, I hate it when people give all good topics and make it hard for us to choose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay it I- on to Jack Thomas. What do you think... Uh, so... Right now, uh, the ranking again is the first is the disabilities topic, second is the uh, emotional response to video games topic, and third is the 
uh, responsibility of parents topic. So would you rank Edu Buccaneers topic uh, uh, ahead of anyone else's, or does he fit on the bottom, or is he in the middle, or what? I'm asking what, what Thomas thinks. I think all of them are equally good, so long as Take-Two Entertainment has nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, shit. Well, should he? Okay, well, uh, this is tough. You know what? I'm going to resort to picking out of a bag if I can't think of anything soon. But, Al, <laughs> what do you think this would rank? Um, I would have to rank this as a, uh... Hmm. I mean... I don't know how fair it's going to be. <laughs> In terms because, of... Well, I guess... We, I guess... Uh, well... <laughs> I, I kind of really like this particular topic. You and really sound a lot should... like my friend Al. <laughs> it's because I am your... Wait. <laughs> Who are you again? I don't know. Jack Tony. I think I'm Jack Thomas. Tony Thomas. Oh, Tag. Or Thompson. Jack... Thomas, Jack I mean Thompson. Thompson. No, I'm not your friend. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. We're going to send my kid into your store. Uh, Kermit the Frog <laughs> here. Hello, I am Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. And I'm here to fuck Miss Piggy. Hello, Piggy. <laughs> oh, Kermit! Oh. Okay, sorry, Al, go ahead. What were you right. saying? Um, I was going to put this one as um right under the... Uh, wait a minute. Oh, never mind. Uh, right under the number one. Really? So, so Eddie would come in second. This yeah. is a good topic. I, I am actually debating second or first. You know, because on the, on the, on the principle that this is a, this is really fresh. Like the other one, the Cortana one was fresh too. But it's like, you know, we always talk about parents and responsibility and stuff, and then like, you know, uh, like the, the government. You know, taking responsibility for you know policing games and all that stuff, and but th- and this one, you know, at first it's like oh, parents and family, same thing, but no, it's actually you know kind of a more more personal, not as kind of uh, I don't want to say lighthearted, you know what I mean? But it's like it's less about like um, all the serious shit we talk about, like oh my god, they're passing laws and doing this and that. So I don't know, I I I might have to resort to the coin again. <laughs> um, <laughs> That ain't good. We might as might as well just get my wife to suck my dick. <laughs> Wait, but that's not what good uh good Thompsons do. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's see. Al wants to put her put him second. I'm saying second or first. Jack. I'm what saying... say you? I'm saying the parents and topics thing is a good point because I am a good parent. <laughs> I love sending my kid into stores to do my dirty work. So, yeah, parents and kids. <laughs> but they're two parents and kids once. I know, but like I like them both, so. Shit. Flip a coin. Uh, all right, Al, how about this? I'll flip a coin, and if you really, really feel strongly about it then you override it which basically null and voids this coin flip but uh <laughs> what really retarded. okay <laughs> <laughs> all right edu going first is heads cortana going first is tails okay best out of three heads that's one for edu tails that's one for cortana and Woo! here's a, here's a dramatic one it's getting exciting cortana stays at one 
Would you yeah. like to override this, Al, or is this... Actually, this is in line with what you thought, right? Yeah, it is okay. in line with what I thought. So Cortana, then Edu, then uh, Digi, and then uh, Kelly Mae. So I think Cortana... What did she want? Let's see. Let's look at the prize standings. Um, she wanted a world free of two live crew, and I agree. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Cortana, I did not see. Uh, I did not see a contest entry. Not no, a winning picking order. I'm going to assume she wants the shirt because uh, I think that's what she said last time. And then uh, the t-shirt, soap, post a parka. Kelly May gets her parka. Actually. Nice, Yay! nice. Uh, but you can't wear it in Florida, where I live. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you lived in Florida. Florida yeah. and New York. There's no Florida in New York. <laughs> You're uh, silly nanny. Edu Buccaneer comes in second, so he gets his pick of. Um. Let's see. He wanted the shirt, but he doesn't get it. He gets the. Uh, come on, email. He gets the poster for the. Okay. Um. Are you sure you want it? All right. I'll, I'll give you the poster. Uh, I'm just Where saying. The poster. Edu Buccaneer wanted the poster second. Oh, I was going to um, say, because I, I don't see that, but um, I see. All it's right. all right. It's all right, but I mean, I, uh, well, he wants the poster. He wants uh, the poster. He wants the poster. He wants the poster. Digi wanted. Uh, I know what he wants. He wants my wife to respond to the word dick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she um, loves it. So Digi gets his dog tag. Everybody gets, well, um. Yeah, Digi gets his dog tag, which he wanted first, even though he came in third, which is, you know, this is this is happy. So so at least Kelly May gets an article of clothing, which she, you know, she wanted the t-shirt first, but she still gets a parka, which is clothing. Uh, Cortana gets her t-shirt, and everybody else gets what they want. And Supersonic is getting his Jack Thomas voice. Yay! And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't for you. Okay, so I guess that means that today we'll be talking about the disabilities topic. Uh, our next episode, we'll be talking about uh, uh, Edu Buccaneer's topic. Uh, see, this is good. This contest also gives us stuff to talk about. Um, and then the third episode down, we'll talk about Digimatrixes. And then the last episode, not the last episode, but the, the furthest one from now, we'll talk about parents and video games. Um, somewhere in there, we have to squeeze in. Actually, I should read you Super, uh, Supersonic's um, entry, Tony, the one that... Uh, Got you to say his voice. It's actually a pretty good one. Uh, it is... Uh, where is it? To what extent do the economic woes of the country affect the game industry? I read somewhere that the industry is recession-proof. Is this a proper conclusion? So, that's a cool one. But, Nothing's uh, recession-proof. Yeah. But um, I actually... Because of the whole computer crashing and everything, only a few people kind of got to see the contest, and that's the people who... Uh, Followed my blog on GameSpot and who actually bothered to go to Try Games to look at the episode entry for 112. Um, so in order to make up for that, I would like to start another contest. Um, it's going to be called Win My Games. Oh, no. I have such a massive backlog of games, um, and there's some that I just I'm going to give up on. I'm just not going to get to them. They're not the hottest games. They're not the latest games. They're PS2, GameCube, and Xbox games. Maybe a 360 game here or there. Um, and obviously my tastes aren't the same as everyone else's, but it'll come with a personalized note and a, a picture of a fat guy with a wedgie. So, Are um, Tri Games employees uh, uh, you know, applicable to this contest? No. <laughs> you work for Take-Two. I hate this. 
<laughs> but um, yeah. So win my games. Um, I'm gonna be, and this is actually gonna be over the over the course of months as I finish some of these games or not. But yeah, um, just I guess I want to um do something for Child's Play before it's too late. It might be too late already, but um, I, I'm gonna look up stuff for that actually. So um, let me let me look here. Uh, PennyRK.com. My idea originally was to um. Have people donate to Child's Play, and whoever came up with the largest donation for the week or the month or something wins my game. So, but I don't know if um if it's still how how long is going to take. So childsplaycharity.org. Here we go. Um, right now they're they're nearing seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in contributions, so that's pretty good. Um, let's see. If there are any deadlines, uh, contact about. Does Child's Play? Can I send you? Blah 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 blah. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll read out details for Child's Play when I get them. But um, basically. In other words, you gotta give something to get something. Can't get something for nothing, and I know getting about something for nothing. But yeah, this is this is just a preliminary kind of dealy. Um, it's just the idea. Uh, so you can start thinking about um, donating. I don't have an email address set up yet for the donations. Uh, should I plan to go this route? That's why I'm saying this is still in the gestation stages. But yeah, that's um, probably going to be something like that. So yeah, send in Child's Play donations, win my game. Uh, I don't know what game it is yet. We'll find out. Maybe you'll find out next week. But, it better um, not be Bioshock. X-Men for NES. X-Men for NES. No. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, uh, plenty of stuff that I could you know throw out there that I you know can't you know can't get to. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm also going to do a music contest wherein I will list off um, a bunch of games, maybe about 10, 15 games, and play about maybe a 1.5 second clip from you know one of the one of the game's songs. And as the weeks progress. As you start to guess the games, the clips will become more and more obscure until we get down to, come down to the final three. And at that point, you can probably win something as well. I don't know what, but you will. So, there you go. Um, that sounds exciting, but I don't like music. Oh No. Why? What, what's, what's wrong with 2 Live Crew? What? Oh, you're pushing my <laughs> buttons! <laughs> you're trying to get on my bad side now. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let's actually get off to the episode proper. Uh, like I said, we're not we're going to talk about the, the winning topic, but we're also going to issue the news. We're just going to talk about the topic. But we also always talk about what we've been playing. Jack! I have been playing Send My Kid to a Store to Buy Me a New Game, and he hasn't come back yet. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think he's playing? I think he's Play stealing my money for no reason. Uh, I have I've been playing uh, Fantasy Star Four, and that's a nice, wholesome, non-violent game. I suggest that everybody who's a Bible thumper should play it Bible if thumper. they can find a system that will play it. It's on the Genesis Genesis system, the which Genesis. Uh, which is my favorite system because it's the first book in the Bible, and I love the Bible. Let me oh, tell you. Oh, but 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 they get the bloody version of Mortal Kombat. No, you got to put a code in there. Oh, so and that, that makes was it my, Okay, that was I guess my that... doing. A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Oh, don't give away the secrets. <laughs> a, B, A, C, A, B, That's B. It. 
I'm going to go to the courts and have you censured. I'm not going to take this anymore. Ah, You're corrupting our minds. I'm so sorry, John. I'm so sorry. Al, what have you been playing? But been you just skipped over what I was playing. <laughs> wait, wait, I thought, is that all you were playing? I'm sorry. I thought no! that was all you were playing. What else have you been playing, Jack? I've been playing a very violent game. It's God of War, and I don't recommend this to anybody. So why are you playing it? Are you showing no. it to your son? Oh, are you my, showing it to your son wife? Hasn't, my son hasn't come back, and my wife doesn't like my dick anymore. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to get the other costumes, and I don't know how. Mm. I passed the game in God mode. What more do I have to do? God mode. One nation under God. Oh, well. Eh. I guess you have to uh, give up your lawyerly ways, which uh, you've been forced out of, but you have to renounce them yourself. I guess. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I live in Florida, and I've been disbarred. (laughs) Is that all you've been playing, Jack? Uh, Yeah. I'd like to hear from my good friend Al. Is he there? Wasn't here. Uh, that's it. That's the voice I know. Al, Jackson. what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of the new games I bought. Oh yeah, like um, the twenty-seven games that you got for like yeah. five dollars each. Yeah. Um. It's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even think of what the names are now, but um, I did play some Army of Two, just learning the game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Everybody complains of course that the AI sucks or something like that but the AI is not that bad um just manipulating the the game or whatnot um is pretty good on its own I'm pretty sure that it'll be even better when the other person is living and you can communicate in real time instead of just you know hitting a button to say go and take some fire but no 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 come back come back you know, that kind of thing um I played Guitar Hero World Tour, and my guitar doesn't work. Yay! That's because uh, it was made by Take Two. Uh, it was. Made by Take Two. I hate Take Two. That that game is alright, I guess. I only played the guitar so far on that, and I played like three songs. But um, I need to go and wait for... Activision to send me an RMA so I can return his damn guitar. It sucks. Um, if they don't respond in time, I'm just going to send it back to Amazon. And they should be able to hook me up with another one that actually works, maybe. Uh, let's see, what else we got here? We got... Um, I played some Two Human. Made it up to level 20. And finished the second level. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Castlevania. Uh, the Dracula X Chronicles for PSP. I beat Dracula X, but I got the bad ending, so I gotta go and uh, find all the hidden rooms and rescue all the maidens so I can win the game and open up Symphony of the Night, I suppose. Um, Crisis, I played, and I'll talk about that in a moment because I feel like I'm talking to myself. Jack, are you there? I'm here! It's just okay. that Austin went and did something else. He probably had to do something that involved going to GameStop, which I hate too. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, I also got um, the Korg DS10 for the DS, obviously, which is the Korg uh, synthesizer. I'll talk about that when Austin comes back. And I played some Titan Quest just now. Oh. To, uh, uh, yeah, Jack. Yeah, that's your name, right? Mm, Jack! Um, 
<laughs> Jack, you should get Titan Quest. It's it, like fun. It's Debo. If if your computer, if it's your Debo computer, in like, Greece really works, it's Diablo basically with cool Titans. ass graphics and Greek mythology. Oh, uh, so nice. while you were away, Austin, I had mentioned that I played um, Crisis. Oh, that's right. You own that now. Uh, I yeah. Needed. And uh, with my new SLI setup. Oh, so you did put it in. Runs... Huh? You did put it in. Yeah, yeah. I put it in. Um, I wound up not being sleepy. And then, uh. Uh, that was because I was hungry. Uh-huh. So I ate. Oh, man. I had the energy to open up my computer and put it in the card. And, um, uh, yeah, I have it on very high, and it very runs high. like it did with one card on high, which is great. Sometimes it stutters, but I think I might need another gig of RAM, but I'm not sure. It runs very well, though. Yeah, uh, and, you, and you've got all, like, the DirectX 10 stuff going on, right? Because you have Vista? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> So, um, yeah, it looks fresh and all. And um, I got up to the, basically, the part where the, you know, at the end of the demo, where it stops you. Right, yeah. I got up to there um, before I got the card in, in the, excuse me, uh, before the card wow, came to my pig. house, I played with just one card just to see what it looks like Uh huh. Um, still. And then when I got the card, I put it in, and the first thing I did was put in Crisis, and I just restored my last save. And although the, the graphics are kind of, like, glitchy, I think it could just be because of um, of the connection and whatnot. It, when I move, it clears up, but, oh. like, sometimes you'll see the, the shadows, like, flashing in the background. Right. I right. don't know if it... I have to try it again. Uh, it's just from a fresh start. Uh yeah, and also play the Korg DS10, mm. which uh was not really played, but uh, I was fooling around with it. And I was making um this song that me and Rob used to like make. We made up like super little songs when we were younger, <laughs> of course, and uh, we were making up like songs that were going porno movies. And so <laughs> my first experimentation with Korg DS10 is. This one a porn, uh, song. porn song that we created, and uh, I don't like pornos. They contain too cares, much Jackie? dick. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I I have that on there, and I, I'm thinking about doing something like game related, just to learn the system a little more and learn the filters and whatnot, and then I'll do something original. Mm -hmm. uh, I also got like <sighs> my ass load of uh, DS games that. All take like forty hours or more to beat. Eastern Odyssey two, Final Fantasy Tactics A two, Dragon Quest four, um, yeah, and then I had this Resident Evil four, which I haven't played or opened up yet. Um, don't, oh, Burnout, Pir Burnout Paradise I opened up. Mm, that was um, delicious. That that's good. Of course, I played it for like forty five minutes or something like that while the bike download was downloading, and I didn't get to mess around with any bikes yet, though. I didn't start. I didn't restart it when it downloaded. I just went to like the next game. I think it was Guitar Hero. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. Um, Castlevania got the bad ending. Oh. In in PSP, and so I have to find the hidden rooms. And um, 
I did that today. Yeah, cool. That's all. Nothing else. What is a man? Yeah. A dirty, miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> Whoever wants to know about that, go um go on YouTube and search for "I want to be the guy." Uh, what is a man? Death. <laughs> uh, uh, what have I been playing? Um, I was also playing Guitar Hero World Tour, and I think my guitar is a little fucked up too. Um, I don't think it's as drastic as yours because you know I you know I am able to kind of get a good streak, but mm -hmm. it's just on some certain songs where it's a little slower. Like just single down strums just kind of go out of whack, and they don't they don't, they don't work. Yeah, um, mine is like um, I get three in a row, and I'll miss one, and then I'll get one, and I'll miss one, and then I'll miss two, and then it'll double strum. Oh, see, it doesn't double strum on me. It just kind of, and and a lot of people say that they've had problems with the touchpad, like kind of going out of whack, and that may be it. That may be causing your double strum because like the touchpad acts as a strum when you're, or like have you ever, if you're playing a song, just touch the touchpad and see what it, it just goes like that. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's because um, it acts as a strum. I yeah. actually play better by touching the touchpad. Oh, because it, as opposed to not strumming at all, it's not the touchpad because I can play. 100% upstrokes and play right. Right. I can right. play 100% tapping on the thing and play right. But when I start hitting those downstrokes, uh -huh. it all goes to hell. Right, right. Well, I tried um, using the touchpad. Um, what was I playing? I was playing some Steely Dan song. I forgot what it's called. Mm -hmm. But it has like it has this like this really cool solo with all the uh, touchpad things. And I'm just trying to do it. And I'm actually halfway getting it on point, And it's like it's still not registering. So I'm just like, this is not that great. It's so rigid because you know how when you press the touchpad, um, it locks into the it locks into the note column that it's that you're touching, so it doesn't really. Um, Wait, what? When you when you when you get to one of those points in the song with the purple string attached to the notes, oh yeah, yeah and you're yeah, touching yeah. the touchpad, like the touchpad, it, the the screen highlights which part of the pad you're touching: green, red, yellow, blue, orange. But it does so in such a way that, like. No matter where you are on the green spot of the touchpad, it'll always just highlight the whole green thing. So it doesn't follow your finger closely, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, the, the highlight, like basically what I thought would happen is if I slide my finger across the touchpad, the, the highlighted bar should slide across with me. It doesn't do that one to one. It only it, it it either stays on green or it goes to red or it goes to yellow. It doesn't like kind of it doesn't kind of slide in between green or yellow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't follow me, and so it doesn't feel natural. Um, and and, and in that in that way, it just doesn't it, it doesn't feel good. You know, I was trying to do it. I was trying to do a trill with the touchpad on beat it. Um, right. And no, I didn't play it until I locked it. I just used the cheat code. Um, <laughs> well, the beat it is uh, available like. As soon as you get the game, is it? I didn't Cause... see because I didn't do. I started off in career and I was just doing that stupid stuff. And I was like, wait a second, I don't want to sit through career. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sick of it. So let me just unlock it. I didn't know Beat It was like already available. So no. yeah, when I when I played it, it was um, the third one in the list or something like that. Uh, in Quick Play. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, see, I didn't go to Quick Play. That's why. I, but okay, so yeah, I mean, like I was trying to do the trill, and it, it was like half working and half not. And I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I'll just you know do it regular. Um. You know, speaking of Michael Jackson, I I think I finally realized why my son hasn't come home yet. I told oh, him to stop poopy. over stop over Michael Jackson's oh, house, then go poopy. to GameStop and pick up Bully. No, oh. Oh, that's poopy work. Um, oh. but yeah, I mean, it's it's 
Guitar Hero, but it's kind of worn off of me. Like the only reason I have it now is because a my guitar broke, so I got to get. We both got it for sixty bucks, which is like what, what's the normal price for the guitar game pack? Like like hundred, right? A hundred, yeah. Okay, so we both got it for sixty. It was it was a decent deal. It's basically more songs. That's all I really care about. And the replacement guitar, so that was all right. Um, and it still doesn't work fully, but it still works better than my uh, old one. Um, let's see, what else have I been playing? I finished up that Pokemon game for GameSpot, sent it in, gave it a 7.5. I was actually, I actually really did enjoy it. Um, then Mortal Kombat vs. DC came in the mail, and I just popped that open before we started recording. And I like it. I mean, it's, it's like stupid fun, but that's what Mortal Kombat has always been, and so I like it. Um, it, uh, everybody's been saying stuff like, oh, it gets rid of those stupid chain combos that, like, that's so common in, like, Tekken and all that stuff. And they have, they've really reduced it to, like, three to four strikes for most of the attacks, which is good. It's just, like, four strikes, and then most of it's juggling and super moves, just like it was in the, in the old days, like, for Mortal Kombat 2. Um, I guess that's the best thing I could say about it, is that it feels a lot like Mortal Kombat 2 in terms of its simplicity, uh, or, I don't want to say purity, because, you know, Babalities is and all that shit, but you know what I mean? It's, it's simpler. Um, and the, the buttons feel weird because, uh, you know how it used to be high punch, low punch on the left side and then high, mm-hmm. high kick, right kick on the right side. Um, mm-hmm. they changed it just so that it's attack one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. So, so, which is like the, um, which is like the other games, but it's weird to me only because I went in and this might be my fault, but I went in expecting it to be the simpler game that it is. So it's like, okay, everybody says it's it kind of takes things back to its roots. So I'm going to play it like Mortal Kombat 2. And I pressed what I thought would be the high kick button, and he punches. So it seems Weird. So it seems like it's punches on top and kicks on the bottom. But then when I did Liu Kang's flying kick, I used you know the old high kick button, and it still worked. So it's like, is this a kick or a punch button? I don't get it. Um, <laughs> so it, it's weird like that. But it's again, it's it's simple fun. Um, it manages to be simple fun even without all the blood going everywhere. I mean, there is still blood, but it doesn't, like, come out in gobs. So, um, it's, it's just weird, because, like, the, the, the reason why everyone flocked to it in the first place was the blood. You know, the fighting engine was never all that great in the first one. So, but, uh, there's that. And then, uh, I, ooh, I was playing Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, uh, Turbo HD Remix. That's the full name. Um... And Al, do you have it yet? No, because I don't have HD, and I don't want to get my ass kicked by like half the people in this world. <laughs> uh, that's right. You're we a could, coward. We could. We you could gotta just put up. Battle. Yeah, you gotta put up the good fight, like I did. So what? You lose and go to Iceland because nobody wants you anymore. Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I as I as I mentioned before the event, it, it just feels great. Feels just like Street Fighter Two Turbo. Uh, from from back in the day, it just looks prettier. It's kind of weird to get used to the animation frames still, but it's not a problem. It, it you know, it's Gersman made a very good point in his review saying like you know it looks weird, but that was the right decision to make because if you made it animate smoother, it would change the gameplay, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's not that wouldn't be a good thing basically because I mean it what it aims to do is just revive what it was, just make it look prettier and offer some balancing tweaks. Um, so yeah, it's what you expect, but it looks really pretty, and E. Honda now can pass through fireballs with his jab headbutt, which means, oh, I, will be, which means I will be using him much more. Um, yeah, like, little changes like that, you know what I mean, to make it balanced. Um, a- apparently, Dalsim was a, a top-tier character. 
and, uh, and with in, in Super Turbo. Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yeah, according to some people, like with his teleport and stuff, he was insanely powerful. And then mm-hmm. they they nerfed him somewhat in this game. Apparently, I wouldn't know because I always thought Dalsim was you know kind of eh. So yeah, he I, was I like know. super in um in the first one in just regular Street Fighter Two. He was killer, right? But after they started modifying everyone else's attacks, yeah, not even everybody else, but you know when you hold back or forward, he does like a short or a long right, right attack. Uh, that's when it started getting you know really difficult to own with Dalsim. Right, right. Um, Gideon, one of our frequent contributors, uh, would play with Dalsim a lot in Marvel Street Fighter. Oh goodness! And he would still do pretty well because, like, a lot of characters in the game, all you got to do is recognize what their launcher is, and then you you got it. You know, uh, unless you're playing against like a tournament player. Like, if you're just like in the pizzeria playing against like random people, then you just got to know what the launcher is, and then you embarrass them. And we're like, oh my god, that's a cool air combo. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, that wasn't a Jack Thomas laugh. <laughs> oh, I got a channel, Jack Thomas. That's right. <laughs> 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 Say hi, Tony. Bye, Tony. (laughs) I lack the ability to laugh. (laughs) My heart's dead and buried inside (laughs) me. Uh, But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Uh, Let's move on to disability topic. Die, monster! You don't belong in this world! It was not by my hand that I'm once again given flesh. I was called here by humans who wish to pay me tribute. Tribute? You steal men's souls and make them your slaves! Perhaps the same could be said of all religions. Your words are as empty as your soul. Mankind ill needs a savior such as you. What is a man? We're on to the main topic, and to read Miss Cortana's topic again, the accessibility of consoles and or accessories to individuals that have disabilities. Okay. Um, so a lot of the things that I've seen, uh, you know, on blogs and whatnot, not a lot, but there's this one guy that I saw. Let me try to find the entry. But he, um, I think he, he, might, he lost his hands um, in combat. And so somehow he made a controller that he completely could play with his feet. Yep. I'm trying to find. Was this on? This was on Kotaku, right? Um, I'm sure it has been. Um, most of those things are on Kotaku. I don't know how to find them. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so on Kotaku.com, uh, the headline is "Handicapped PS3 Owner Builds Frankenstein's Control Frankenstein's Controller." Um, <laughs> But, Why uh, not just make fun of him? No. Oh yeah, but this guy. Okay, so it wasn't a guy who lost his lost his hands in battle, but it's it's just um. Here we here we go. This article is from Mike Fahey on Kotaku, and it looks like they changed their format again. Okay, so it says. Yeah. What would it take to stop you from gaming? If you said being bedridden, hooked up to various machines with limited use of your limbs, then you are a complete wuss. <laughs> just ask PlayStation <laughs> Three forum poster Kitsune Yume, who built a PS3 controller that he works with his entire body including his mouth. While the setup won't win any product design awards, it allows him to access 20 out of the 25 controller functions using 16 switches and a joystick he controls with his tongue, all wired into a standard PS3 controller. Well, I mean, that's what you gotta do. Let's see. Uh, 
The main reason I put this on the PlayStation website, he says, was to show people that even the most limited person can still enjoy console gaming just as much as anyone else. The controller was pretty easy to make except for converting the analog signals into digital for when I used the various switches. This took about two months to build to get it working effectively. How does it play good enough to keep him gaming? And that's all that really matters, isn't it? It works just as good as any other. It was actually made with a PlayStation controller circuit board inside the box. It is just as responsive when I use my tongue, but if I use a switch for the direction of one of the joysticks, it's like pushing all the way in one direction. I was able to beat the demo of Mirror's Edge, Heavenly Sword, Eternal Sonata, and just about any other demo on the PlayStation Network. The only games I have difficulty with are football games, because I don't have very good strategy games strategy when it comes to sports games, but I'm practicing. So he beat the demo of Mirror's Edge with this contraption. Um, <laughs> contraption. But that's, you know, that that's kind of amazing. Um... My question is, how did he, you know, how did, how was he able to build this? An engineer? I don't know. Well, I mean, like, if he's kind of bedridden and he has limited use of his, you know, his limbs, that's kind of... Uh-huh. Well, here's the article um, for the rest of you so you can see the, the, the picture of his setup. Um, if you want to look it up, it's on Kotaku, well, at least this one. It's on Kotaku. The tags are culture, custom controller. Handicap, inspirational, never stop gaming, and PS3. Oh, uh, if you um just search bedridden, you'll find it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was because I was like trying to find it myself. Right. And you said bedridden, so I typed in bedridden. Right. And it's the first one that comes up. Um, one-handed controller. Yeah, I don't know how he did this. Let's see. There's a. If anybody is familiar with um. Ben, I'm gonna bastardize his name because like uh, Ben Heckendorn, right? The guy who made uh, like the portable PlayStation. Ben it's Ben Heck, but I just want to give his real his, his full name out. Oh. He um on his website benheck.com b e n h e c k dot com. He has the schematics and the process for him building a one a single handed Xbox 360 controller. Anybody who's been following blogging stuff already know about this, but this is just another example of um you know things for handicap controllers um so it looks like let's see the finished product okay so he has the right analog stick um on the underside along with uh the face buttons um here's the uh here's the image and then on the top he has a left analog stick the d-pad and the home button um tr- the triggers are both controllable, I'm assuming, by your index finger and your pinky. And then you yeah. use you use your ring and your middle finger to do the um what's it called? To do the um to do the uh face buttons. Uh and then the battery pack is on the front. So this is actually not what I was thinking about when I looked up one handed controllers, but hey, it came to this page. Al, you wanna comment at this while I answer this phone? Um <laughs> I'll be right back. This thing looks really, really weird. Um I don't even see where the right analog. Oh, the right analog stick is on that, like the palm of the hand, or something. Are you looking at this, Jackie boy? I'm not even paying attention because I hate handicapped people. Oh, that's great. Um, now how about you click on the link so you can look at it, Jackie boy? I'll do it, but it may cost me money. Yeah. Because it, it might be made by. you money. It might be made by Take Two. It's not made by Take Two. <laughs> Stop it with your crusade. All I'm saying is that if you're born with your spinal cord outside of your body, you shouldn't be able to play games. That's it. Why? Uh, is that how you were born? Hey! 
Don't make fun oh. of me. Okay, oh, wait. That must mean it's true. Hmm. Mmm. 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 This right analog thing with, mm. your, with mm. your palm is crazy. You know, he should be sued for just modifying a already existing intellectual property. That's my new lawsuit. <laughs> well, he's not trying to sell it, so I don't think it matters. Well, he's showing it and trying to get famous off of it. That's well enough alone. What? I don't think he's trying to get famous off of it. Well, I'm trying to get famous off of it. Yeah, you're trying to get famous off of everything. Trying to get famous off of Two Live Crew. Try to get famous off of. No, they got famous off of me, two. bitch. <laughs> they got uh... famous off you. I don't think so. <laughs> They've been talking about stuff since Doodle Brown. <laughs> you decided to just jump on the bandwagon. I, they, they have no wagon to jump on. But this looks interesting, this little controller here. I might send my son to buy it when he comes back from Michael Jackson's house. <laughs> Good luck uh, finding a place that sells it. Mmm. 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 Where the hell is Austin? He's on the fizzone. Mmm. 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 <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> yeah. We'll get this part edited out. I think we should. Why am I still talking like this? Yeah, oh, give just. <laughs> yeah, give me my. Clear your throat. Yeah, give me my slice. We ordered pizza. Pizza breakfast. Uh, ah, sure. Since, since we're in, uh, in edit mode, let me see if I can run my uh, my game. My, uh, what you call it? My song. How'd that sound? Was that clear? What is that? My DS. Oh. That was, no, that it was has, clear, right? Uh, yeah, that was clear. Okay. It has no holes. You just gotta, like, lightly sprinkle. Um, what are you doing? Wow. Thanks, baby. Uh, sure. Thank you. And then pepper. All of it? Thank you, Pook. Uh, yeah, just... You're welcome. That sound like we were talking to each other, Tony. No, it's okay. This is the dumbest waste of dead air ever. I'll take it now. Thanks. Alright, listen. Yes. What program did you here. use to create this? This is the Korg DS10. So, um, what it is is a DS version of I Fruity think Loops? it's called a Korg AX10 synthesizer. Oh, okay. Uh, the Korg makers of the um, piano things, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was like a, a, a version of like Fruity Loops or something like that. Nah, nah. This is um, like the actual synthesizer just packed into a DS cartridge. That's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, it supports you could, oh my drums, God. Um, and two synthesizers, and you can, if you wanted to expand it, 
mm-hmm. you can connect DSs wirelessly and have them all play in tandem. Mm. What a fucking so, idea. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's that's why I was like, oh, man, it was on sale. So I picked it up. Is the, you got it for $5? No, no, no. I got this for, oh. I think, 25 but the original price is 40 Your mm-hmm. face is 40 <laughs> No, your face is 40 Yeah. That's pretty damn yeah, good. So there's, we got this whole big dead space that you got to cut out that has ended since. But you got to include yeah. Al's music on it somehow. Yeah, you oh. got to include my. Wait, so how far did you get with the one-handed controller? Uh, uh, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about it. it, and then uh, we had nothing else to say about it. Okay. So mm-hmm. we were just trying to make up take two jokes. And <laughs> then there was Sorry. this one long part where we were like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and then we, you know, Tony. Got I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in the end. <laughs> Just mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry about that. My mom is in the doctor's office talking. Um, oh, dude, to the doctor. She, she okay? She had, yeah, yeah. You know, she had surgery on a, a cataract yesterday. Um, and she was just going to, for the checkup today, and uh-huh. it looks like it worked pretty well because she's able to see really well out of that eye now. Um, yeah, they. Yeah, it, that that's pretty damn good. Um. Hope's mother had that, and she seemed perfectly for a long, long time. Yeah, like the lens replacement thingy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she has better eyesight than I do now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, okay. Actually, now I know. All right. Edit Birkin. Uh, and I am back after uh, leaving these guys alone to answer an emergency call. But um, Where really... you been? <laughs> I had to talk to Al all this time. Oh, it was not sweet? enjoyable. Oh. Um. This just this one-handed thing just reminds me of this, and I don't know if I've uh, spoken about him before. I may have, but uh, there was a kid uh, in my grade school who mm-hmm. who had who only had like one arm, and then um, his right arm ended at the uh, ended above the elbow, and okay. so he. But he was like a fanatic for like Mortal Kombat and shit like that. And I'm like, you know, how, and this was back when I was in sixth grade. And I was like, I was like, how do you you know how do you play it? Um, and he was just like, you know, I you know the. For lack of a better word, this sounds really bad, but like he was like he was like, well, you know, like the stump that I have, you know, I, I it's the buttons are big enough for me to press. I'm just like, okay, that works. Mm-hmm. Like he would just play Mortal Kombat with you know with the, the the tip of his arm, and it would be fine. I'm sure like now, you know, he's an adult, he probably has like a prosthesis, but um, back then he didn't he 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 would he didn't um have one. So right. So yeah, but like I I, I don't know. I I want to try this out just for the hell of it to see. How it would you know how it would work? I'm trying to find the other one-handed controllers that other people have built because I've seen that. Um, maybe it's not. Maybe it only is Ben Heck who's created that. But um, what other, if any, uh, devices have you seen being built for like? Um, oh my God! When I wow. when I put in the search for one-handed in Google, there's this one topic that's how do one do her bra with one hand? Oh yeah, that's a popular topic. Yeah, I'm like that's not what I wanted to. <laughs> But, um, I wish I knew that before I knew, met my wife. <laughs> now sex is not good. Aw. <laughs> Poor guy. But what other... Have you guys seen any other types of, um, like, controllers or contraptions or anything that are that are geared towards, you know, handicapped players or dis- disabled players? Honestly, I haven't. Um, because I haven't really seen too many physically disabled people playing games i have more of experience of people with like mental disabilities Mm, playing games um so when we finish discussing hardware and physical disabilities i would definitely like to uh throw in a word or two on that 
Right. I'm thinking. Well, there, there was um something that I read about somebody who made uh controllers to play with their feet. Was it a Guitar Hero controller that somebody played with their feet? I'm not sure. Well, I uh, I didn't hear about that. I did hear about so Wu Tex, who was a former T-shirt winner from our contest. Uh, he played a Guitar Hero with his feet to get to get the uh, co-op achievement. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um no, wait. I'm looking up up in Kotaku, just looking to see if um there was. I put in foot controller and there's like eight foot NES controller, make your making your own eight foot D pad. Um. Hmm. There's apparently more in store than an innovative controller for the Wii, I guess. But they say Revolution. This is in 2006. Was this before? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Before it launched. Um, before it launched, yeah. it's codenamed the Kickstick at this point. It's a device placed on the ground in front of your chair. It has two insets to place your feet. So from what he told me, your feet are placed inside the contoured grooves, and you're able to slide each foot independently within a radius. Huh. He gave the example of a first-person shooter. In one hand, you have your analog for turning and looking. Tells it as the Revolution controller, which we now know as the Wiimote, that is used for aiming and zooming and moving the reticle. The Kickstick is what you would use to actually move. If you wanted to walk forward, you would slide your feet slightly forward on the device. To run, you would slide your feet further forward. To strafe, one foot is stationary while the other moves in the direction you wish to strafe. Well, that's not out yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought they were talking about uh, the balance board. Maybe that's what became the balance board. See, and that and that kind of um, that that kind of bears mentioning with her her actual qu- topic question, which is the accessibility. Mm-hmm. Of consoles and accessories. Now, the, now, I mean, that could be all well and good for someone who is going, who is, who doesn't have any arms but wants to do something with their feet, um, or some, or, or the other stuff could be, you know, good for people who uh, don't have the coordination to. And I don't, I don't know if there's a specific disability like this, but don't have the coordination to press buttons, but they can wave shit around. But mm-hmm. you know, when you get into stuff like, and, and this is this is just, um, you know, throwing shit out there just for a topic conversations but when you get into stuff like um what is it? i think it's sean white there's some snowboarding games that require you to, or maybe skated as well that require to use to use both the balance board and the wiimote and nunchuck to kind of do stuff um yeah the what you call it that game sean white does it it is sean white okay i actually for, from a lot of people i've heard that that's the best one too out of all the platforms but um <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it's interesting like how if if these manufacturers, and I'm not saying whether or not they should, I'm just saying it's interesting to, to, to wonder, do they even take this into consideration in the first place? And just looking at controllers today, my guess is hell no. Yeah. Four face buttons, one home button, start and select, trigger, bumper, D-pad, two analog sticks, looks like a boomerang. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a boomerang. Yeah. But, um... What were you going to say about the mental disability one? The top uh, one? Well, uh, you know how games are out there now, and there's games, of course, that are for wide audiences, games that are out there for, uh, like, the niche, hardcore, mm. whatnot, and those games are generally more challenging, have um, loftier goals, longer play times, and things like that. Um just in general, do you think that, say, people with learning disabilities um, would have a tougher time playing 
the games that are suitable for the hardcore? Just I'm just asking a question oh. out of both of you just to see what you would say. That's a good question. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Well, <clears throat> Jackie? I, I apologize to everybody for eating on the cast, oh, but he's I gotta eating. get my strength full of bar. Up. Yeah, I gotta get my strength up to go to this award ceremony for World's Worst Lawyer. So, uh, um, what do I think about what? <laughs> okay. Well, your mouth was full, your ears were closed, huh? Um, hey, I, 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 can, I can't think... chew, gum, chew gum and walk at the same time, so I know. repeat There's that. There's a lot of other things you can't do at the same time, like Sue take two and win. Um, oh, now oh. you're crossing the line, <laughs> and I'm going to have so. to slap you with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my question was, do you think that games that are suitable for hardcore, more challenging games out there, are inaccessible to people with learning disabilities? Well, let's just put it this way. The scope of the intelligence of somebody is measured only by the personal... I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All I know is that I've never seen a mentally challenged person play a game. So I... And I haven't read any reviews or like, like statistics or scientific studies of which they found that mentally challenged students or, you know, people well, you in sound general. A lot like my friend Tony. No, I don't. <laughs> you sound a lot like my friend, uh, you know what. Anyway. <laughs> you know who what. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I've not seen anything like that, so I don't know how really challenging it would be, like, if they would be able to meet, you know, play say Bioshock, which I don't, I suppose you don't play that game because you shouldn't, because it's take two. <laughs> well, I just found, um, and, and I think um, when you said learning disability specifically, I just, I, was, I looked it up on Google, and there's this website called www.game-accessibility.com um, hmm. slash index.php question mark page file equals cognitive. Gaming with a learning disability. When people think of learning disabilities, they often think of someone with dyslexia or someone, quote, being mentally retarded, end quote. This is usually because there's a whole spectrum of learning disabilities and many are not well known. In order to get a good understanding of the needs of gamers with a learning disability, it is important to identify the different types of learning disabilities. Diagnosis of a learning disability does not always come with a specific label. Various learning disabilities can be responsible for the same problem. Interesting. Um, so here, here are the ones that they list off. Dyslexia... Uh, developmental coordination disorder, um, also known as dyspraxia, um, dysgraphia, which is handwriting difficulty, dyscalculia, which is problems with mathematics, uh, speech, language, and communication difficulty, sp SLI, whoa, <laughs> specific Ooh. language impairment, that's what it stands for, central auditory processing disorder, CAPD, autism or Asperger's, attention deficit, which is hyperactivity. As oh. I really thought you said Asperger. Asperger? No, so Asperger. Like, I love a good yeah. Asperger, man. Let me tell you. autism, but no, um, Attention deficit disorder and memory difficulties. And so um, they, they, if I scroll down here, uh, games people with, with a learning disability play. There are many games that can be played with people with a learning disability. These can basically be categorized as games not specifically designed to be accessible. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and two, games specifically designed to be accessible. So, mainstream video games. As described above, the majority of mainstream video gamers are playable... I'm sorry. The majority of mainstream video games 
are playable by gamers with learning disabilities. Especially gamers with mild learning disabilities hardly have any trouble playing games. So I guess like if you're talking about Street Fighter and someone's dyslexic, they wouldn't have that much of a problem with it. Because it's, no. it's, more, it's more about text and reading where they would have, like, so they have a problem with RPGs. Uh, for example, yeah. there are many gamers with a slight degree of dyslexia who have no trouble with computer games whatsoever. This does not mean that all mainstream computer games are completely accessible, as many gamers with learning disabilities might have trouble with certain games. For example, gamers with dyscalculia are likely to experience problems with brain age, which is pretty much a given. Um, yeah, yeah. Though I, I start to think, would that affect someone trying to play um, an RTS or an RPG where numbers kind of factor into your character development in the case of an RPG or when it comes to resource management and, like, costs in, a, in an RTS? Well, probably not. So. No, probably not. Only because, you know, as you increase in level, you're going to get stronger. You don't take for, you, you know, you take for granted the numbers that are on the screen. You don't necessarily have to know how much the numbers are, you know, incremented. You just have to know that your character's getting stronger. Much like mine. For after RPGs. battle, after battle, after battle would take two. <laughs> uh, for, yeah, for RPGs, I agree with Jackie. But um, for RTSs, yeah. I think just if if a person with a dyscalculia, dyscalc- I don't even know. Dis, uh, dyscalculia, dyscalculia. Oh, I've been pronouncing okay, it wrong, dyscalculia. too. Yeah. Got it. I was, I was trying to put that in there, but I couldn't fit it. Yeah. Um, Dyscalculia. That's my new song. <laughs> Dyscalculia. Everybody buy my new single. I live in New Zealand <laughs> <Dyscalculia. now. laughs> All right. So um, someone with that dyscalculia uh, would, um, if they have trouble managing their money in real life, no matter how simple, like if they get a paycheck for like $200 mm. and they have like a couple of bills that are like, you know, $15, $20 a piece, just keep it on a small scale. Mm-hmm. And they have problem managing that. I think that they would have problems succeeding in an RTS. They'll be able to play it, but I don't think they'll win much because they won't be able to allocate funds and do things like that. And I mean, it's very possible that they might, but it's a management thing. So well, say uh, if somebody is not ooh. really that good with math to a point where it's kind of, you know, detrimental and it's a disability that their math is not that good and they have excellent management skills right they might be able to use that management ability to overcome the math issue because you know if your management is good you know that your better units are more expensive right right well so i think that the general idea of expense might take over who knows Mm. I, I just want to yeah, chime ahead. in on this mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I might be a victim of dyscalculia um, only because I spent $100,000 to defend myself in my disbarment <laughs> hearing only to walk out on a judge. So uh... <laughs> I was going to I was going to um, actually I missed this thing that I'm going to scroll back up to where they describe dyscalculia. And this is pretty interesting because it touches exactly on what we were just saying. A person with dyscalculia experiences problems in handling daily math functions. He may be unable to conceptualize numbers. Why does it have to be he? I don't know. Numbers, number relationships, and outcomes of numerical operations, which is estimating, where these are related to the language, concepts, and procedures of math. Gamers with dyscalculia may have problems in games that address arithmetic skills. For example, 
a role-playing game might feature an in-game shop where gamers can purchase items that improve mm. capabilities of the character. The ability mm. to calculate the total cost of the different purchases from different shops prior to buying could prove to be a winning strategy in such a game. Uh, that's that's kind of pushing it. Um, that's lame. Well, no, no. If you're playing a game such as say, you know, the original Final Fantasy or something. Oh no, like you're that, right. Yeah, no, you you're right. Grind. You're right. Then yeah. You're right. No, that that is a good point. Another example, and this is not video game related, but um, this is a good example. Another example is a double out game in darts, where gamers must hit a double that makes the score exactly zero to win a game. This requires gamers to constantly calculate the points they have to throw. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look yeah, for any other. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. Any other video game references here? Um, they uh, yeah, the dysgraphia, which is the writing disability, could also be uh be a problem for people who want to play Brain Age. Cause, Akagi. You know, Huh? What's it? What's the one with the the wolf? Okagi. Uh, uh, Okami. Oh, Okami. that's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Dysgraphia will hurt you on that game. Um, memory problems, Asperger, uh, ADD. Let's I see. love a good Asperger. Gamers with ADD or ADHD may have problems with games that require prolonged concentration for long periods of time. So, I guess I guess if you just go to casual games, they'll be fine. Um, yeah. But the there's a there's a video. Okay, actually, let me let me let me actually read this subheading. It's called One Switch Games. One Ooh. Switch Games, sometimes also referred to as single switch games or simply switch games, are games that have been specifically designed to be controlled with a single input controller. This could be a single button, a mouse click, or with the right hardware in iBlink. Due to the limited controls, One Switch Games are not only very accessible for gamers with limited physical abilities, but are often very easy to understand and play for gamers with a learning disability too. Most One Switch Games have been developed by hobby developers and small dedicated companies. And then they have a little video here in the corner uh, of a game called Star Trigon, which is by Namco, made in 2002. It's a One Switch game that is, followed, that is controlled using a single button. Uh, I'm going to take a look at this video and see what this thing is all about. Uh, yeah. choose Windows Media Player. Fuck. I wonder if that single button is the win button. <laughs> um, I wonder if Nam- every time you hit it, you win. <laughs> win, 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 I win, wonder win, if- win, win. Like, like, uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, uh, Crisis Core. Crisis Core. Um, mm. I'm gonna take a look at what this is. Um, I wonder if Namco Spawn Take Two. <laughs> Here's Star Trigon once again. I'm gonna describe what I'm seeing. It's, so it is a big win button. Um. It is a big win button, but this is a game where it looks like um, it looks like it's all about angle control. So there's this little character that keeps on getting um, that keeps on getting bounced around in arena, and when he comes into contact with like this circle thing, he starts going around it. And so the object is to kind of press the button at the right angle so that he goes in the right place. Um, it's really hard to describe without looking at it, but it's definitely much more than just pressing the win button. Like there's there, there's a lot of like reasoning that goes along with this in terms of understanding yeah, angles. I, I just played a, a a one switch game. I'm actually playing it right now. Um, it's a soccer game. Uh huh. I'm playing with, with the just the left mouse button. Uh huh. They actually tell you that with um the mouse button mode, I guess I don't know if it's different for the others, but you have a three in five chance of winning. Hmm. So I've already done three clicks and I've made three goals. Now I'm doing my fourth, and it it's like the 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 goalie's like on drugs. <laughs> he can't hit anything. He'll jump straight up in the air and the ball will like fly right past his head. I'm gonna click for the fifth one, and he. <laughs> it's like he looks at the ball going to his left, but he'll jump to the right. 
if anybody wants to see the the game that I was looking at, go to go to that website game accessibility.com slash nsfphp. And let me see uh, if I go home. Okay. Um, it ah, it doesn't really have a a link to that page that I was looking at. So um, information. I I guess just just. Follow the following link, okay? It's www.game-accessibility.com slash index.php question mark page file equals cognitive. If you follow that, you'll get to the page that uh, we are all talking about. And if you want to see a video of that Star Trigon, it's, uh, you just scroll down, and it's, uh, it's near the middle to the bottom of the page, right next to the, to the, to the heading games people with a learning disability play. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is actually something, and I'm, I, for... I don't want to make this sound like snobby, but this is actually something that I would play, you know, as a regular game. Because it's, it's, it's like a puzzle game. Um, again, it's hard to describe, so I invite you guys uh, out there to just watch the video. Um, maybe they have a YouTube video of it. It's called uh, Star Trigon, S-T-A-R space T-R-I-G-O-N. So, um, you know, and, and it, it's starting to make me think, are there other games that are so simple um, that, we've, that, that we've played that could actually fit into this one-button mold? Um, Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, here's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm curious and, and a little bit apprehensive about games that just use the mouse only because you still need some kind of uh, cognitive uh, or, or, or reasoning to, to move the mouse around. Of course. So that is, so this soccer game that you were playing, you don't have to move the mouse? No, no, you just click. Okay. And it, it kicks and it, the goalie just trips out on weed or something. Trips out on weed. Acid. He's like, oh my god, the ball's going to the right. Let me jump to the left. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of some other designs where it's, okay, so, um, there, uh, there was Kirby's Air Ride, but you had to use the analog stick um, to move, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it just Accelerate? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I didn't play Air Ride. <clears throat> there is, um, there's WarioWare, but WarioWare requires cognitive ability. Right, right. It's not like press the button and the wind flashes on the screen every time. You though, it. though, if um, if you were if you were of sound mind, but you were like paralyzed, you could still play it like with your mouth or your chin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Very that, true. That could. That's actually pretty interesting. There. Um, what else is there? I was there was this one thing that I was thinking about that you that required one button that I thought would be perfect for someone who was handicapped if they redesigned. But it, it's, um, pinball. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I know uh, you need two buttons for the flippers, but um, it's something that, like, if you made a video pinball game and you somehow made it so that it just, you know, it was playable with uh, with one button and, like, because the problem is if you push both flippers up, then you, you know, widen the space where the ball can fall be- between, and you usually don't want right. to press both buttons, but if you could design something like that um, for a handicapped person, that would be, that could work. Um yeah, but usually I think pinball. Well, that would be for a physical, physical, yes, yeah, physical. Yeah, but pinball is like one of the easiest and probably I think um, one of the best games that you can get somebody who has a, a learning or developmental disability to play mm-hmm. um, because it it really works as long as it's not like a complex multi flipper game. Right. If it's just like um, keep the ball in play. Like there's a Right, like there's a game that um, I used to play when I was little, and my aunt, who does have a developmental disability, mm-hmm. she um, like used to play all the time, and she, we actually still have the Nintendo game. Um, it's Pinbot. Oh, Pinbot is an awesome game. Um, and then there's Rock and Ball, which mm-hmm. I think they're both made by the same company. 
Um, Ultra? What was the name of the company? Ultra! No, not Ultra. It was some... It was Ultra. Ultra? Ultra. Ultra might have made Pinbot. I didn't yeah, make Yeah, Pinbot. Yeah. The rock and roll, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Take see. two. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, rock and ball was Namco in Japan. Namco. VAP games in uh, the US. VAP. Huh. Okay. Pinbot. Was Ultra. Is... Do, 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 do. Jackbot. Jackbot? <laughs> I lack the ability to laugh. You know, oh. I was I was thinking like um, a, Pinbot is rare. A very um, rare, really. Oh, mm-hmm. rare developed published by Nintendo. I think what I was thinking of was a very simplified golf or billiards game, in which mm. your objective was just to control the power meter. I mean, it'd be very simple. Like you wouldn't be able to control topspin or backspin or the direction, but like it would place you in a situation. It'd be like, all right, how strong, how strong do you have to hit it? And, and your timing and stuff. Though that wouldn't be very interesting. Oh, there's this um, one button game that I guess would be fun for anybody who can click a button. <laughs> it was this Flash game. I I remember it because uh, somebody in my job just kind of circulated it. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest game like ever because it's like based on these Japanese animes and there's like a person... He's got his hand in his pocket, and I think he's just sitting down on a bench, or he's walking or walking down the street or something in a park. And <laughs> you click the mouse button, and this girl on a bike comes out of nowhere, screaming. And she hits him, and he flies in the what? air. And it's a trajectory game, so basically he's flying oh, in the air on a trajectory. It's like the penguin and, baseball bat game. Yeah, and he's bouncing off of people and whatnot. Like he, if when he goes down on his trajectory. He may come in contact with like some girl, and it'd be a random chance that the girl will slap him and continue the trajectory. <laughs> and sometimes it'll be like somebody who wants to catch him, and it'll slow him down. Mm-hmm. And you, you're, the goal is, of course, to get as far as you can. Right. And you have certain points in time. I didn't really understand the game, but there are certain points in time where you can get another hit with the girl on the bike. She'll just pop out of nowhere in the air. She'll be like, ah, blah, 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 and he'll fly in the air again. Yeah, that sounds a lot like a penguin game. <laughs> It's so addictive, though, because, you know, with any trajectory game, it's ultra right, addictive. Ultra! Freaking gor- gorillas and worms. Gorillas. Remember gorillas? Uh, I don't know if you remember gorillas. Gorillas was a basic game back in DOS days, like 1992. <laughs> I don't, uh... Remember uh, QBasic for DOS? Yeah. The blue screen? It, they, they, it used to come with two games. One was Snakes and one was Gorillas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Gorillas, it had two Gorillas on, like, uh, skyscrapers and you had to set up trajectories. Yeah, it's like, it's like, the, it's other. like, um, that missile game. It's like the same thing. Yeah, it's like, it's like the old, old, old version of Worms. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, those are the days. Take, those games are so addictive, even if they were basic. If you guys can, take a look at that Star Trigon video, because that's, that's the type of thing that I think, um, is pretty interesting. Um, I post. I put the link in the chat. Um, it's a. It's, it's streaming. A, it's an MMS link. I mean, I'm sure you could just say HTTP colon slash slash. Uh, yeah. Or or just go to the page and click on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, take a look at it in a sec. I'm, while you look at that, I'm gonna try to find other other um 
other pages teenager dilemma video games computer learning disability okay so while you look for that i'm going to read this this is on uh all exp this is on about.com question i uh oh oh this is just saying learning disability limit the time that he plays with video games cuz he can't learn in school um ooh ooh psychologymatters.org/dyslexia.html the topic is called undoing dyslexia via video games via video mm. games um possible this is incredibly long let's see um are you did you were you guys able to get to the video yeah i'm using firefox so it's got like download okay. it Whatnot. Certain letters sound very much the same, such as B and P. In fact, the distinct sounds represented by these letters occur exceedingly quickly in only ten hundredths of a second. Being able to distinguish between these ultra-fast sounds and segment them out of words is known as phonetic awareness, phonemic awareness, sorry, and forms the foundation of language, affecting not only what we hear, but also reading, spelling, and speaking. For most of us, this does not cause a problem, but for the estimated 15 to 20% of Americans who struggle to learn to read, cause huge problems. Dyslexia is a language-based learning disability. It is often severe enough to make it difficult for children to succeed academically. Treatment for language and reading impairments by speech therapists and reading specialists often is often a slow, long, expensive, and frustrating experience for pros, parents, and children. Uh, now psychologist and cognitive neuroscientist Paula Tellal, PhD, is one of the pioneering researchers that is using functional magnetic resonance imaging Fmri to identify the fMRI fMRI to identify the source of reading difficulty in brain regions that do not adequately process letter sound combinations. The imaging is shown has shown that those with dyslexia have decreased activity in the brain's language critical left temper I can't pronounce these words. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Using this information, the doctor teamed up with the neuroscientist Michael Merzenich to develop a neuroplasticity based computerized video game. I'm sorry, to develop neuroplasticity based computerized video games that can rewire the brains of children with this form of dyslexia and activate those areas of the brain critical to reading skills. With intensive remedial training, their brains begin to function more like those of normal readers. So they have a video training program already out there called Fast for Word, provides, which provides intensive, highly individualized cross-training across a, a large number of attention processing, cognitive, linguistic, and reading skills, all of which are vital for academic success. Interesting. So, yes, using games to undo dyslexia. Um... Mm -hmm. If you want to read more about this for yourself, again, the link is psychologymatters.org slash dyslexia.html. It's funny because, you know, we always argue like, oh, video games are bad for you, but they will say, no, 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 it's like it's like you're reading a book, except it's just on a TV screen, you know? You, you read a story, you mm -hmm. play through a story. And and then there's always like, you know, oh, the, video, the edutainment video games, but um, using them to actually treat learning disabilities is kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah. And like the whole, I think that's more edutainment than Donkey Kong Jr. Man. Yeah, and the whole thing about like using Wii, uh, the motions and Wii Fit and stuff to get like the elderly to be more active, um, and I think that's kind of like the root—not the root of all this, but just an example of a very simplified form of this. So, um, did the video load yet? Yeah, it's just okay. finished watching it. So yeah, it's something like that. That just you know, I don't know why it's just fascinating to me. I don't know why, but it makes me want to play Ikaruga. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think uh, I think any any other comments on this, or, or can we wrap this up? Hey, I'm done. I think. <laughs> hey, you're I think that um, I I think that the wheat, it in and of itself, just as a closing statement, is probably one of the closest things that provides instant accessibility for uh, people with 
learning and developmental disabilities. Mm. And it's probably one of the biggest roadblocks <laughs> to people with physical disabilities. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Or, or and it's really weird rehab, as a, you know, a dichotomy. Like if you use if you if you got like if you had them try to play tennis to rehab something. Well, that's not a disability, then that's just an injury. So never mind. I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then again, they they no, they don't. I was gonna say they they put injured people in disabilities. Actually, in baseball, they call them disabilities. Oh, wow. Well. So who knows? Jack, Depends on what kind of disability I, you're talking about. Jack? I just have to. I just have to say, I games cannot play. And uh, two plus two equals silent Z. Yes, agreed. Wonderful. Silent Z, you is a genius. You are genii. <laughs> you am genia. So, all right, that was a uh, that was pretty interesting. Like, uh, we, we we found out some new things that we had no idea existed. Um, and uh, this was a good topic. Next week we will. Next episode we will be talking about. Um, well, do we want to do Supersonics first, since technically he did win a prize, his first yeah, choice of prize? Do do? Okay, so next first. week is Supersonics, then. Next week is... Before the economy improves. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the and, and again, for anybody listening and who, who wants to remind of the topic is, to what extent do the economic woes of the country affect the game industry? I read somewhere that the industry is recession-proof. Is this a proper conclusion? So that will be our next topic. Um, again, thanks for all the entries. Be be listening for new contests, especially for those who got who had to miss out on this one because my my asshole computer died and I was only able to post this to to certain blogs because other blogs think I'm advertising and whatnot. So yeah, there you go. But um, your computer's a phony. Your computer's a phony. It's a phony. Stop downloading the phony. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just be on the listening for more contest details. I'll probably I'll probably iron them out by next week. Um, and uh, go to some websites. There's one website that you can go to uh, where somebody with long hair and, and, and buckets of Guitar Hero chicken meals blogs. Yeah. What site is that? That's my site. What is a URL? Guitar and Games blog at xlm2k.blogspot.com. What can we find there? You can find pictures and video of the latest concerts like Dragon Force right before Thanksgiving. And um, maybe I'll put on some practices of me getting ready for Christmas oh, oh. at my church. I should, I should mention um, for anyone out there, the, uh, the Through the Fire and Flames video is rated M for Mature. So just be, caref- oh, be careful yes. who you watch it around. The Through the Fire and Flames is rated M for Mature right after the solo. Oh, oh, okay. So up until the solo, it's fine. And then, yeah, right after the solo, um, yeah, uh, uh, I'll say twins make their appearance. Yeah. Very robust uh, and fit twins. So careful about that. Um, and then also go to drfisherpants.com. Uh, Brian Fishman, he is a doctor and he is a fish. And the website is spelled out Dr. Fishypants, not DR, but doctor. Um, and I think that'd be it. So for Toner, oh uh, wait um, for Jack, it's Jack Thomas. For Jack Thomas, um, my son hasn't returned from Michael Jackson's house. Oh. I'm, I'm very concerned. Oh. <laughs> for Alfred, so who's up for some uh, Alien Hominid or Battalion Wars or Piano Three or I'm just looking at games on my thing. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Wait, that's not a game. What? Uh, for Tony, yay. 
Hey, uh, Tony, where it, have you can been? Can I be Tony again? Tony's Hi. back. Where hey. have you been, dude? Wait, you murdered we Jack had Jack Thomas, Thomas here. You could have like, you know, did I even him up talk throughout this whole podcast? I don't that think fucking so. sucks. That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, yeah, for all of us here at the uh, Thomas Center, we're uh, your host Chupon, and we're gone. Take two. Yeah, yeah, yeah.